Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Puff. Sip. What's up, everybody? Hello? Once again, you're not Medea. Hello? Just say hi, everybody. Hallelujah. <laughs> stupid. Hey, y'all. What's up, everybody? This is Puff of the Puff and Sip Show. And this is Sip of the Puff and Sip Show. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, redundancy. All right, we're back. Did you miss us? Today is April the 11th, approximately 9.19 p.m. And, folk, we are back in the city of Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, when you go some other place that's cleaner than your hometown. Most places we go to are cleaner than <laughs> hometown. Our litter is and just when you come back ridiculous. Home, it's like, ew. Like, even like other people's you know low income areas and you know the not night so nice areas i've never been to a place that has as much trash as we do i have i haven't i have but um we're pretty dirty we are pretty dirty yeah man ought to get on that and you know what it's just it's like i think it's so ignorant like i mean I'm not the extreme person that's going to honk somebody and yell at somebody out the window for throwing out an apple core. You know what I mean? That's biodegradable. It's not the best thing to do, but if you got a McDonald's bag. Oh, that's Josh. That is a bit much. And you've just eaten like a whole meal and then you just throw all of your trash things from the meal in the big McDonald's bag and then just throw it out the window. Like, how ignorant are you? Like, this is where you live. Don't you want... Oh, gosh. Any, yeah, I feel the same way you do. Oh. And I'm not even going to go on because I could just... I just see a rent just coming from Easter blip and lasting a good 15 to 20 minutes about why we litter. And, you know, I used to do my share of littering. Yes, you did. Not like... Big McDonald bags out the car window or nothing like, like that. Like candy wrappers. Candy, yeah, candy wrappers. I balled up potato chip bag. She would throw it out the window, and I was just like, "Can you please give it to me?" Like, because I understood that with Puff, it was that it wasn't that she just didn't care, so to speak. She just didn't want to hold on to whatever that trash thing was in her hand, like it was, you know, just in the way. So I said, "You know what? Give it to me." <laughs> Whatever you want to just have the urge to throw something out the window, give it to me, and I'll hold on to it so we get to a trash can. Oh, yeah. So 
I've become a whole lot more conscious about I don't even do it anymore Throw crap out the windows And it's like pick that trash up And I've called people I've called students on it oh, A thousand times a day In school, out of school And I'm like Why would you throw trash where you have to live But Needless to say It's a serious problem here in Philadelphia That needs to be addressed And you know the the big one day cleanup thing is really good and they collect a lot of garbage on those days. Right. We just had but, one recently here in Philly, but it's not enough. Yeah, it's it's much pollution and litter and crap that's spread it all throughout this city. They need to do it at least once a month. They should make it like the last cons- Saturday yeah, a month. It or needs something. to be consistent. And somehow somewhat mandatory. I mean, like I know in other places, um, you know, you get fined for garbage being out in front of your home and, you know, trash not being set out the proper way and the proper time and all of that. So it's a matter of our city enforcing some type of environmental codes and laws or whatever because right. it's, it's just ridiculous. Because I think they exist, those yeah, laws. Yeah, they do. Just like here in Philly. And, and remember when we went to the, um, the beach home where your job it's the beach home yes. and the trash. It was, you know, you couldn't put it out a certain time before. Oh, Remember, right. we made a mistake yep. and put the trash out. But it's like, you know, everybody adhered to the rules and it's no problem. Everybody's trash was nice and neat in the yep. same type of container. And, you know. That stuff is important. Yeah, it is. In our Philly, I, I don't think you should be able to sit trash at the curb without it being in a container. Or we'll sit. The corner store bags, four hundred dollar store bag. You know, just it just looks a mess on the curb, and it creates more litter. It cra- because yeah, because always get, get blown yeah, away. and the trash men or once the cat, again raccoons get to yo know, the cat get to it before the trash men get there and spread it all up and down the street. Or then, you know, I remember a time when the trash men would come around. This I don't even know how we got here, but anyway, <laughs> how the trash man would come. And if they drop something or spill something, they would pick it up. Now, they don't. And, I mean, I'm not knocking them because they got a task and a half. Yo, coming they around a serious job. I, I get, mean, com- coming around the city collecting anybody's trash. But Have you ever gotten stuck behind a trash truck? Oh, absolutely. The stench it just should be against the, the law. trash juice. juice. <laughs> I'll be ready to earl. Like, With somebody, if somebody, if they took... Um, like the medicine, the little cup that come on the medicine. Ew, don't tell me. And they filled it halfway and asked you to drink it in exchange for... Nothing. I wouldn't do it for anything. A million dollars? Not a million. World peace? No. $25 million. No. Absolutely not. Nope. 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 I don't even have to think hard about it. Nope. What about you, dear? I'll be a sloping... Ew, you trash juice drinker. You know, as long as like, <laughs> you know, they had it set up where they had some kind of offset medical stuff a that I could drink. on the side. Right behind it. <laughs> anyway. Oh, gosh. That just was an interesting intro. Anyway, how's everybody out there doing the podcast, yeah. Bill? We, uh, I guess, kind of apologize because we, we really... You know, we took the equipment and had intentions of yes, doing did. a live call-in yes, we while did. we were in Florida, but time just...
kept slipping away day by day. Yo, y'all just, know y'all go on those, one of those vacations where, you know, you think you're going to have all this downtime or after the day when you're back in your abode, so to speak, unwinding from a busy day. You know, Puff and I just thought, yeah, we could set aside an hour for the podcast. And then to make it even easier, because we had brought the laptop and the mics to do it the way that we're doing it now. But we said, you know what, to make it even easier, let's just do a live call. That way it will automatically be posted, you know, uploaded into our TalkShoe software. It'll be available to you guys immediately following the end of our live call. Um, But it didn't happen. Yeah. It, It just, because the days were very full. And when we got back to our abode, or yeah, what was it called, a villa? If we were on the same premises, and maybe just in a different building, but we like had to, yeah, we, we spent very little time at our spot. Very little time. So when we got back there, it was really just like time for bed. But the time we did spend <laughs> was good. Was, but we'll get to that, I guess, in a minute. So, um. Just so y'all are aware, for those of y'all who are our MySpace friends, holla at us. Um, you know that I've been updating our status, so I have been doing that through MySpace, through my phone, my iPhone. Just so that you guys um, know kind of what's up with us and why we haven't been um, uploading a podcast lately. So, we uh, were in Orlando, Florida. Actually, we were in Kissimmee. Kissimmee. I kept on getting corrected. Because I want to say Kissimmee, but it's not. It's Kissimmee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and we were on the family vacation with Puff's family. And it was really, really cool. The weather was chilly for like the first 1.5 days. Yeah, like the first day. I thought I was home outside with shorts and a hoodie on. It was, it was, yo... It was chilly. It was chilly. It was chilly. And then that was the day that we decided to go to this outdoor. You know, that place should be sued for false advertisement. The flyers looked great. Oh, yeah. um, We went to this place called the Fun fun Spot. spot. They should be called the Dumb Spot. (laughs) But and I also think we picked the wrong one. Yeah, because it had a couple locations. Yeah, so maybe they were advertising for all for one of those locations. We went to the, <laughs> I don't know. It the was like a carnival. Per- it was like an out- it was like a permanent carnival. So I mean, I guess maybe if we had known that that's what we were coming to, we would have been fine yeah. with it. But it's all about that expectation you have in your head based on the flyer and the little brochure yeah. we read. So. It wasn't exactly what we saw. Go karts and I just thought the go karts were going to be outside and like the things that had to be outside and everything else was inside. Well, anything, anytime somebody says or a flyer says hundreds of arcade games, yes, inside. And then they also like in the crazy part, they also offer like these wristbands. Like you could pay five dollars and play unlimited video games. So I was hyped about that because you know I'm a gamer and. All the other kids that were on a trip, you know, kind of play video games. And Junior King, I was like, I could just turn him loose. We get there, it's about six video games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what in the... It was a whole bunch of broke ones in the bag. Yeah, it was crazy. The whole setup was just crazy. Was just not... I was like, mm. It's I'm gonna just walk around and a see. Disappointment with that, but we 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 made the best of it. Yeah, some some first things happened there. 
Junior K got on his first little Oh God, rides. it was the funniest joke ever. <laughs> the first one he got on, it was like this look like E. T. bike. <laughs> you know, he you sit on it and you pedal and it's a two seater. Yeah. And the thing actually go upside down. And it flips you, you pedal around and it flips you around. So he got on that. He was real cool with that. He liked that, but he was screaming so much. He he wasn't pedaling, <laughs> and he got on my nephew. So my nephew did all the pedaling, and he enjoyed that. Then he got on. Oh, this was the funniest. It's like a it's like a miniature free fall. Kind yeah, of where it kind of takes you up. You're facing forward, so everyone can see your face as you're seated, and it so it takes you up, and then it kind of drops you in little small increments. Yeah, and, and looking at bounce. it, you like. This thing corny. <laughs> he got one that oh my god, his face was priceless. He was he would grin, he would grinning from ear to ear. Then when they do that drop, oh, I felt so sorry for him. He was holding his stomach like he was ready to just cry. Oh my god. Then he'd go back to smiling. Then go back to holding his stomach. It was so funny. We was cracking out. So it was it was a pleasure to see. <laughs> yes, just to give y'all a little history, Junior King is not has not been one for the um, amusement park. Yes, so you know, Puff and I have tried, but it's like almost not even worth the money to spend. Yeah, he just want to walk around and play them games, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> and and he's trying to put holes in your pocket in amusement park <laughs> without getting on a ride. I don't think so, but he's finally getting around to uh, riding, which is a good thing. All yeah. right. So, but before we even got to Florida, we um, flew because ain't nobody driving and taking a train. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody driving eighteen point seventy two <laughs> hours. <laughs> so, uh, mm, yeah, mm, we had mm. interesting because you know, back when these tickets were purchased, Puff's mom, thank God, did a lot of the coordinating of this big vacation. Because how many of us were coming or there? Was it fifteen of us? Like sixteen. Yeah. And so when we were coming from multiple locations, most of us from like either Philly or Jersey area, actually all of us mm-hmm. between Philly and Jersey. So, um, but we all could fly together out at the same time. Tickets were purchased at different times, etc. So we wound up traveling in smaller groups together and, you know, through these like Priceline.com, Expedia.com website. So, you know, you're getting we're getting great prices, but not necessarily direct routes. <laughs> yeah, you might have to go to Denver to shoot back to Florida, but so you on only way, paid eighty nine ninety nine. <laughs> and of course, this was before Southwest offered that seventy nine one way deal. Oh yes, because I would have just hopped on it. This was some year, some months back. So anyway, so Puff and I and the King, Junior King, and a couple other folks. Went to yes, folks. Let me see. I'm going to do the accent. See if they can figure it out. Oh no. Yeah. Hello. Oh ma. Yeah. No. Oh. Hi, Puff. A. Yeah. What are you doing? The Minnesota accent. Well, I was in Minnesota with it, and I'm gonna tell you, I ain't hear one person that sound like that. Not a one. You saw yes. that lady from off from Cooking Mama. <laughs> Mama. Though we were yes, folks, we flew from Philly, yes, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, 
all the way to Minneapolis, Minnesota, y'all. So we had a. And then we to, visited multiple places on while we were on vacation. And then to Orlando. <laughs> yes. So but, we had some interesting experiences yes. because even on the planes, we all of us weren't sitting seated next to one another. Yes. And Puff, dear, tell us what happened. Well, first <laughs> of all, leaving Philly. It was, you know, we had some bad, you know, it was raining or whatever, thunderstorm, bad weather type situation. So we get on the, finally get on the plane. And mind you, we're traveling with a couple of first-time plane riders. So Judy King and my niece are, like, holding each other's hands for dear life. Like, they get ready to go on free fall. And we get on the runway. And, you know, the pilots, you know, do his little welcome speech, letting us know. The weather conditions and what's going to happen, what time we should get. Then he like, unfortunately, folks, because of the weather here in Philadelphia, you know, it gets all backed up here pretty easily. <laughs> so we like, okay, not in a million years. I think his next words were going to be, "There are sixty planes ahead of us." Six zero people. Not yeah, not, not six. six. Not sixteen. Yeah, not twenty six. <laughs> 6D, 6-0. I'm like, first of all, it's 60 planes right here. Like, you know, when you go to the airport, you see planes here and there. Where the hell, where's all these planes at? 60 of them bad boys were ahead of us. And he was like, and breaking it down. Yep, they're, they're letting them, they're going up every three minutes. So I say we'll be here on the taxi, the runway. We'll be here for about another three hours. Oh my God! I just everything in me just was like, this trip is going to be a disaster. And then I was concerned because you know we had the connected flight in Minnesota, yeah. Minnesota. So I was like, oh, this is so not good. We're gonna be, you know, have a layover. They're gonna put us up a day. We're gonna miss a whole day of vacation. I was just tripping. Bad enough, we were already leaving on Monday. Yes, so we were ready to get there. Get there, yes. And then you know, the first group had already arrived, and they constantly calling, "Are oh, we here? It's me and this, this." And I'm just nice like, "Wow!" Here we. Meanwhile, it's sixty airplanes ahead of mine. So I guess about maybe twenty minutes later, the pilot comes back on. Twenty years later, and I said twenty minutes. <laughs> He comes back on and he's like, you know, I'm trying to find our queue in line. And then he was like, all of a sudden, we're number six. I don't know how. I'm not asking any questions. I'm just, this is like exact words. I don't know how. I'm not asking any questions. We're just taking off. So we were able to, you know, beat the rush. (laughs) Take off before the other 54 planes. And it was perfect time. And by the time we got to Minnesota, we had about 40 minutes before boarding our next flight. Yeah. And we ate. And then some special lady named Sip lost her boarding pass. <laughs> no, because I found it at the very end. Yeah, she found it after the lady printed up a new one. <laughs> so, we get on the plane. Oh, boy. First of all, the first plane. Some, like you said, you really don't know what you get with Priceline.com and Orbitz. You get great prices, but you don't get things like to pick your seed and with airline and 
you yeah, you know, it's a whole bunch of things you kind of sacrifice for the price, but I'm it was a good sacrifice. Trust so me. if you sitting on the back in the back of the, I have never plane, sat on the last seat in a plane. I had before. I have. That was my first. But it's, it's not straight up on the wall. No reclining. Your seat don't go back, and you're right on the engine, and, and no, no window. window. <laughs> they got the window template sitting there with the <laughs> stationary shade that doesn't move, and. The rationale for not having a window there. I don't know. I guess they don't want you looking at the crazy engine going. I've been on the wing a lot. Yeah. Anyway, so <sighs> I was pissed off as soon as I got on there. And then, you know, you're going to tell me it's 60 planes ahead of us. No, but we sat in the back to Minnesota, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah. So, so we yeah, get to Minnesota a little calmer. We made our flight, get on a plane. A by as Sip said is in different seats. They fell off to their seats. Here I go. Yes. I get to my seat. It's a lady. <laughs> with a little boy. Now y'all, for y'all who are our avid podcast listeners, you remember back in I think it was probably the New Year's rundown where we talked about our Greyhound. Yeah, it was near the holidays because it you was were taking gr- to your king. Yeah, it was the Greyhound bus experience with Jamal. Jamal. Well Check we this have a one plane out. experience. Jamal was a little black boy and on this plane ride it was a boy named Sage. <laughs> Sage was a Caucasian little boy. Well he was a cute little he boy. He was a cute little boy. As soon as I came in the row, <laughs> he stopped, he waved, he said hi. I was like, Hi there, you're really cute. <laughs> I ain't say nothing nice after that. <laughs> I sat down first and I got a whiff of poo poo. Uh, uh, I'm like, and this was first thing. This is fir- this was soon as I, and this was a three hour flight, right? S- yes, as soon as I sat down and you know got myself situated, I was like, oh man, this little boy done pooped himself. Thinking, you know, because we were just getting on, mom was kind of waiting for everybody to get seated and all that before she take him to the bathroom. She didn't. He, this little boy, I guess he was about two. But he had the speech and the vocabulary of like a ten year old. It was crazy. <laughs> the stuff that was coming out of his mouth and the words. Like he understood what and used patience. And, it's, and I'm just looking at this little boy like all this you shouldn't even have on first of all, you shouldn't even have no goddamn pull up. That's number one I'm at. So he set up the D V D. He knew how to do it, the controller, everything. She had a nice Portable DVD. It was like a plasma screen one. Really nice. Uh, I thought. So she's explaining to little Sage, you know, <laughs> when it's time for the plane to take off, you have to put all this up, you know, because you can't have all that stuff out until we clear a certain height. That was her bad judgment. Yes, and pull just that pull out. it out. Just but then after the ride went on, I understood why she let him pull it out from the door. <laughs> so he pulled it out. He was just as cute and calm, and he sat there. He was watching uh, cars. He had all the little models of the little cars. And he was a sweet little kid at that point. <laughs> she explained that it's time to put it up. You know, he kicked his little feet a couple times. Kind of like, <laughs> no, I don't want to turn it off. Sage, you have to turn it off now. So Sage, you know, hit the screen. And a little thing. It didn't fall on the floor at this point. It just kind of tipped over. So I peeped that and I'm just like, that little boy is a mess. 
Now, just so y'all know where people were sitting, Puff was in, in at the window seat. Yes, and Sage, Sage is, is in, in the, the middle, middle, and his mom is on the end seat. <laughs> Take off, we get up in the air. He starts immediately. He want to watch the movie. She takes the movie out, but I'm thinking, no, she can already take his stink butt to the bathroom and change him. Look, at one point, I even took my shirt and draped it. You know how you pull the front of your shirt up and draped it over my nose, like to let her know he stink and I smell it. Then I sat there with my hand cuffed. I did so many little things, you know, to let her know that you some stink. And I'd be like, look at her. And I said for a long time, I turned my head and looked out the window for about 20 minutes straight. Like this. With my, with my stuff covered up. It didn't work. Sage started turning to a little terror. And he was so little, he like turned himself sideways in the chair. First he had his hand resting on my, on my arm. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. He was watching his little movie. Had the earplugs in. Then he rested his head on my shoulder. His mom kept... Pushing him. I'm like, oh, you know, he alright. He ain't, you know, act wilding out at this point. About 20 minutes later, he flipped to the other side and put his head on his mom and his feet was, was near near my legs. Kicking me for days. <laughs> at first, you know, it wasn't bothering me. I'm like, okay. He kicking and kicking. Now he out of control. He done knocked the DVD player down on the floor. Talking about no. He not doing this. He not doing that. They starting to serve refreshments. He is kicking the shit out of me. Until I just. I mean this went on for about. You know we was on a pretty big plane. I know at least the first. Like at least 30 minutes he kicking me. So I finally was like. And the whole time. No Sage. Sage, stop kicking Sage. Sage, sit down, Sage. Sage, you're on timeout, Sage. Sage, timeout, timeout. And I'm like, and, and the whole time she's talking to going through this, all I can see in my head is how differently African Americans parent to white folk. Man, he kicked me one time too many. I looked at her and I said, it's not going down like this. Y'all have to switch seats. He's not going to kick me the whole. When I see she, she no longer had any kind of control. I was like, oh no, because when you know, basically when he was doing I, I was like, you know, she is trying to, you know, keep him from kicking and all that. But he just brought out. He knocked the DVD player down on the floor again. She took. He had this little stuffed animal called King. She took King. Girl, he performed. He was like, give me King. She was like, you're on timeout. And you're not getting King for the rest of the night. I'm just looking at this chick like, when are you going to whoop his ass? The lady comes. The stewardess comes. Get ready. Get her soldiers. Now, they didn't switch seats because I demanded that she switch seats. But he couldn't sit on the end seat because he done stood up in the chair. Now, he knew how to put the seatbelt on and off perfectly. I'm like, look at this little kid like. Meanwhile, still smell like shit. He hanging on the side of the cart. <laughs> the serving cart. The lady trying to talk all nice. No, no. You're going to have to sit down now. Sage wasn't listening. Then the mom decides to play the game with Sage. Stretch him out across her chair and his chair. Act like she's going to sit on him. They get all wild in the chair. And I'm just looking at her like, you might as well put Sage back in this chair. 
Somehow or another, he ended up back in the chair. Now I got a kid behind me that's constantly pulling the top of my top, the back of the chair. I stand up. Would you please stop pulling the back of my chair? So I'm tripping. This goes on forever. The whole the whole ride. Poor we land. Poor who? Poor oh, puppy. I thought you said poor Sage. Poor puppy. We land. Sage sits there. <laughs> he puts his seatbelt on. And he sits back. Quiet as ever. As in we land in Florida like the trip is over. I look at him. He probably wore out. <laughs> I look at his mom. Oh, he put the tray down. And he had took off his shoes. And he put his two feet up on the tray. He crossed them. He had these two little cute blue socks on. And he was like, he hadn't did nothing the whole flight. He went back to the cute little boy I spoke to when I came on the row. Then. It was the altitude. The altitude did it to him. Whatever. He's the seat of Chucky. Mom stands up and says. I'm so sorry. I I didn't let her finish. I said, no, you're not as sorry as I am. And I told her, by the way, timeout don't work. And I just left it at that. I got my stuff. Well, I had walked down the aisle to puff like to get my I was laptop just because I was trying to give my iPhone a quick charge using my um sync cable to my laptop. So she had my laptop so. I went to get it, and, you know, I couldn't really tell what was going on, but she didn't really seem all that happy, because, like, the <laughs> rest of us were sprinkled throughout the airplane, and we're pretty much getting our rest on. I couldn't really, I didn't have a good view of Puff. Anyway, so when I went to return the laptop, because I didn't have room to store it where I was sitting, she was like, oh, oh doing all this, oh my gosh, I was like, well, I'm sorry, but I don't have room for the laptop. <laughs> She, I thought, I'm thinking she huffing and puffing because I returned the laptop for her to put it back under her chair. But it turns out, and I think I, I kind of figured it out, that it had nothing to do with the laptop. No. And everything to do with, you she know. dropped the laptop on his damn head. The cute little boy that was sitting there. <laughs> or the mom. So it was really the mom's fault. And yeah, it's funny because the parents get, I mean the kids get blamed for all this. But it's really like yeah. lack of discipline of these parents. And she trying to it happens to puff more than it happens up to me. All these gummy bears. I'm like, like, you need all this sugar shock in his system. <laughs> You're not gonna get any more gummy bears, but he just an eight by forty of them. I guess he don't want no more <laughs> gummy bears. That ain't no threat. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so we land, we got rides. this. Pretty despite, much on time. Actually, yeah. a little bit early. I think. Yeah. How about that? After all that drama. And um, so we had a, a day at uh, the fun spot. And I think we should clarify that. I think I thought this was going to be like a traditional Disney vacation where we were spending the bulk of our time in a Disney like theme park. But it wound up being, and this was actually fine with me. Um, I think it was probably fine with everybody else too. <laughs> that it was more a family vacation in Florida. You know, so it didn't really have a, a large emphasis on spending time at the Disney parks as it was on the family spending time with the, with one another, enjoying each other's company. And because Puffs, um, I would say, how many people were staying at your mom's? There were like 10 of them, 
eight of them. Um, a lot, a lot of people were staying like literally in the same condo with my with um Puff's mom and dad. That it made sense that that was the hub, and so it was a beautiful resort. It was like a five star resort. I think I don't think I've ever stayed anywhere quite so nice <laughs> and Puff and I didn't actually stay there but we spent a lot of time there because that's where everybody else was hanging so that was the emphasis was just spending time and the resort offered so much that you could literally have a wonderful vacation without leaving the premises yeah. they had activities for the kids all kinds of swimming pools everywhere they had a lazy river that was free yes. that was fun they had arcades a whole activity center a, a really really nice water slide video um, game set up or yep. a place for you to set up your own video game yes recreation center. yeah the rec center was nice with pool table volleyball little beach volleyball park yeah. uh, swing sets poolside bar they had a movie night with the big blow up screen yep. outside yeah it was really really nice karaoke karaoke <laughs> Yeah, so it was the facility was very nice. Very, very nice. So, um we spent a lot of time there, but we did have a day where all of us went to Universal Studios. <laughs> and y'all it was it was fun. But, you know, I wasn't sure what to wear on my feet. And I keep on going back in my head. had I worn my sneakers? Let me tell you. Would that have helped? No. no. <laughs> I'ma just let you know, don't leave me feel the guilt. Because I had on one of the most comfortable pair sneakers that have never given me a problem. Ugh. With socks, without socks. By the end of that day, Yo. I wanted to burn my feet in those sneakers. <laughs> my feet ached. I mean, just... They ached in places I didn't even know existed <laughs> on my feet. Oh, it, it was so funny because it was so across the board. It wasn't walked just like... And walked and walked. It wasn't like two or three people feet. Junior King feet. <laughs> all the kids feet. Everybody feet except the chick in the scooter. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about that idiot. Yeah, that's not, so that's not get to that. Everybody feet was killing but we had a great time. Yes. And can't say enough about the Simpsons ride. Yes. It's an attraction. So for those I'm sure many of our listeners have been to Universal Studios or are familiar with the kinds of rides that they offer. They're not necessarily traditional yeah, roller coaster rides. They're more they're, they're attractions. They're virtual reality yeah, experiences where you sit in the movie theater and they kind of take you through a set of <laughs> whatever they call portion of the movie <laughs> 3D experience. Uh-huh. And it's like cool. Yeah, with some with a lot of interactive. Yes. Sprinkling, sprinkling of the water, water and <laughs> shaking of your seats and but the Simpsons Oh my god first of all we waited in line for a good fifty minutes yes, to an hour. Yes. And this was like post feet hurt. <laughs> we had you know, we had these really cool all you can eat bracelets. Yes. So we had stopped during King got something to eat and went to this because we had ran into the other part of the crew. And they were like, and they were, Oh, oh my, my god, going to Simpsons we like we headed there now. I get there and it says 50 minutes. But y'all know impatient puff. Everything in me was just like, yo. Then I was just like, it's for the Junior King. 
So I, just, I didn't say anything. <laughs> I didn't complain. I just walked on up to the line. And it was moving pretty, pretty rapid. And then it was slow down. Like the closer we got, uh-huh. it started getting slower and slower. And I had no idea what to expect on, you know, I didn't know what it was. I just was in line. It was like, this yeah. better be worth it. And my whole thing was, I hope that, like, I'm not a Simpsons fan. Like, I don't really mm-hmm. watch the show. And I hope that I can, like, know what the heck is going is on going yeah. on without being, well, it had really nothing to do with the show knowledge or, of the show. Yeah, it just had, like, the characters yeah, and but the whole setup. It was the coolest virtual reality experience yes. I've ever had because you you know how sometimes they'll make you feel like you're in a roller coaster with the big screen and they kind of jolt you from left to right up to down no this you you thought you were on you the thought roller coaster. you were looking around like well is this a roller coaster or not yes going down and up it was it was the it was so worth it was so amazing the wait it was it was the highlight it was amazing yeah we also got on um because there was a portion like when we got there junior king kind of went off with the other kids which left me and sip to kind of you know roam the park alone and we you know we had our little plan we was going to hit this 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 and that so we started out at uh we Nick, went, we went yes, Jimmy with, Neutron. Without Junior King, we went to Nick. Went to that. So that was cute. That was that whole once again interactive. You yeah, see, rock. It was cute, but it was no Simpson. Right. It was cute. Then we so, went. We went to Shrek. No, but that was after we got Junior. Oh, King. that's right. We went to Twister. Yeah, we went to Twister. That was, I, I really thoroughly enjoyed that because it recreated, you know, the whole the scene yeah. in Twister, the big that was kind of cool tornado, and it was like some unexpected stuff. Like yes. we standing there and all of a sudden. This water drops on our heads, yes. like what the and the fire, and the fire, and the the how heat. the you felt the heat and trees fall, and well, like it was just like a real, you know, tornado experience. So that was cool. So we come out of there. I get a phone call, starting out the answer because it came up restricted. Answered it anyway. It's my dad talking about, uh, <laughs> King don't want to get on this ride, so. I was like, okay, we're not far. I'll come and get it. Get over there. People hear the funniest thing of all time. For those that don't know, I think I've shared it in a much earlier podcast. Uh-huh. When Junior King was five, he had to have open heart surgery. It was a success. Never. Really never had a problem prior to the open heart. Like, that would make you, uh-uh. you know, say you can't do this. He had no restrictions. No restrictions. No restrictions. After the surgery, like nothing, no, <laughs> nothing that would insinuate that something is wrong with him. If he didn't have this scar on his chest, you wouldn't you know. Wouldn't know. Uh-huh. So it's nothing that, it's so crazy. He has never heard anybody say, you can't do this, that, or the other. <laughs> Mind you, you know, he signed up for baseball. He's done swim lesson. He imitates WWE. He runs around, does cartwheels in Sip's living room. The whole not never sits still in the laundry mat, running around like he at the Olympics. And I mean, just be going. Get there to pick up Junior King. My dad says he can't get on this ride because he said he has a heart condition. I got so weak. I laughed. 
I said, when you, he was like, yeah, he started reading the signs. You know how they have the warning signs for a ride. Because, you know, you know if you make the king reads very, very, very well. Very well. So he done read on a sign that if you have a heart condition, you can't, you know, they strongly recommend you not get on the ride. So that was his excuse that he could get on the ride. When actually he was a little scared, didn't want to get on the ride. They were getting on a ride called uh, Disaster. Uh-huh. And he couldn't, I think, like, um, simple to my children, he couldn't grasp the whole, Concept. you know, watch a movie, part of a movie, and then it becomes this interactive. Right, he was like, is ride. it a movie? He was like, is it a movie? All he knows is dark, loud sound. He's not, and he doesn't like loud. Yeah. He doesn't do well with loud. So, he just kind of shied away from the rise and wanted to... He went right back to baby boy Mills. He wanted to be with his mother. So we went and got on like in my mind like Negro, your ticket costs seventy seven dollars, and you got a eating bracelet. Uh-huh. Oh, you gonna get on something, right? So we took him. We was like, you want to go to Nick? Mind you, we had just we gotten had off. We had just gotten <laughs> off. Yeah, like, waited like 40 minutes in line. Yes. Then we went to Shrek first. Yeah, we went to Shrek. Went to Shrek. Shrek was pretty cool. Yeah. He, like, you know, he got the whole concept, so he was cool. Then we took him to uh, the Nickelodeon. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Neutron, he liked that. And, and he got on the Simpson one. So that was major for him. Uh-huh. He got on three. Uh-huh. But... You know, and he would have gotten I think he would have gotten on more if we had more if time. We, had more we, time. we ran, ran out, out of time. time. Yeah. yeah, we ran out of time. So he enjoyed himself and it was just funny that I never heard about this heart condition until <laughs> Universal Studios. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So we kind of touched on this a little bit about the accommodations cuz you know everybody was Yeah, we up to 40 minutes. I know everybody was uh at different places. We haven't kind of broken down the categories of maybe uh my mom's place being Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills for Our sure. place maybe being like upscale Society Hill. Yes. And my um, aunts being at Good Times. <laughs> because it was so funny because like everybody that stayed with my aunt when they came in, they was like, that place is ghetto. Let me just tell you how ghetto it is. Like right across the street really was the ghetto. Like the hood, a couple clubs, and where you could get the trees from. People vacation was a success for good old Puff. My cousin was with us and he was on a manhunt. He found some trees for us. He was on a tree hunt. Yes, he was on a tree hunt. He found some trees for us. So my I ain't miss a beat. No, she the didn't. As soon as I got there, it was waiting. No, she and didn't. He went out and took care of all that. So I was straight for the whole week and it was just lovely. <laughs> so Oh. We also had because we um had a really nice um place where Puff and I stayed. It was a villa. It was like a yes. one bedroom, two bath, gorgeous jacuzzi, uh, um, jacuzzi walk-in shower. I loved. Yes, very nice. Um, but a part of the deal was that we had to attend a timeshare presentation great rates. <laughs> to get the cheap rate we got. So it was fine because I'm 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 okay with going to a presentation for a couple hours. If it means I get a good deal on, you know, like I don't have a big hang up about it. But this presentation oh, went on and on and on. How long were we there? So like twelve o'clock. We it was supposed to be like an hour and a half. 
And they worked on us and worked on us and kept on bringing in different layers of people to come in and talk to us. Yes, thinking they was going to get a sale. Uh All we wanted was our two Universal Studio studio tickets. tickets. (laughs) And as high as tickets, people, we all know Disney, the tickets for the attractions are against against the law. (laughs) Which, why... We probably turned our vacation into a vacation in Florida because it was such a large group with all the kids, and oh my, the expense would have been, yeah, been out outrageous. Right. And you know, you all know my the family situation with my sister and all that. Her kids were able to go; she went. They had a good time. So, who was paying for all that? So we kind of narrowed it down to the at least get them at one part, one thing, right. one thing. So, um, yeah, the tickets like. Honey, almost a hundred dollars a piece. So you know, we did that time share to get our little tickets to um, Universal Studios. But oh my God, the presentation was so long. And they like she just kept working on us. It was funny. They started off at thirty thousand dollars, you know, to own a piece of this time share, and we like absolutely like the down payment was like seven thousand or something something i'm like yeah who just walks around with seven thousand dollars when the country's in a recession (laughs) i mean don't get probably some people but we ain't we not those two people uh, it was so funny how you know the the reservation um was in my name so you know i had to go to the presentation and um Sip just, you know, of course came along. Don't you forgot me? Yeah, I'm like, what's her name? What's her name? I'm going to call you your regular name. Sip, you know, came along. But it was so funny because about, I would say, a good 25 minutes into his presentation, he started talking to us as a unit. Yes, did. <laughs> as opposed to, you know, let me talk to Puff because she's the one that's on the papers. That was real interesting to me. And it was like, when are you guys going to make a decision? So I guess he picked up very well that. This is a little more than uh, someone just hanging out at the presentation, but anyway, yeah. So it's the unit started off at thirty thousand. They wanted a seven thousand seventy nine hundred dollar down payment with a monthly payment of five hundred and something dollars. We're looking at him like, give me a break. Like no, then I'm. So I figure I put a good, which is the legitimately the truth. You know, got some circumstances at home. So when I get home, I'm looking to. You know, move the whole nine. I don't, you know, everything is kind of uncertain at home. And I'm trying to pump it like it's more uncertain than it really is. Like, I got to move as soon as I get back. Like, don't ask me for no more money. They broke the deal down to $1,300 something. But still wanted like $2,000 down payment with like a payment of two seventy something a month. Which at this point is looking like. You know, if I wanted to do this, this is something that I could do. But no, Universal Studio tickets, that's it. You know, they bring in people, like, we got to close the deal. All right, just close it. No means no. Here they ain't got the supervisor, last minute Willie to try. When we got finished, the deal was broken down to a unit for $7,900. Like, they wanted to. Break the down payment into three payments at three hundred or something, and after that, the monthly payment was like one fifty four. Great deal, but still, we ain't want no timeshare. Like, we just wanted, on our yes. Now. Then after that, they you know up until that they treat you like you are royalty. You know, 
everything is about you. Mm-hmm. After we, you know, looked at each other, they stopped talking to me after a while. I think they thought that they could get through the sip, and they didn't. She was like, "No, we're not going to make it. This our decision is no. Like no." Dude jumped up from the table. All right, so, you know, standing like reject. Turn, jumped up from the table. Bye. Like, and I'm like, hold up. So he go over there with his little hands on his hip, talking to one of his partners. I flagged him back down. I was like, um, how we get our tickets? He said, oh, y'all get tickets. Here, take this paper downstairs. It was just so unprofessional at, after that point. I'm like, y'all know y'all are the sales business. Like, your attitude at the end of the presentation, it just changed. Sucks. Then we get downstairs to get our tickets. Guess what they say, y'all? Ain't no tickets with this package. Oh, I'm ready to go on board because I just sat through this presentation for four hours. But we ended up getting our tickets. It, it was just a communication out. area. It yeah. worked out. So we had like a bitter little experience with the timeshare thing. So yeah. Yeah. just got to make sure it's totally worth sitting there. Yeah. So no timeshare, but we did get our tickets. Well, folk, and I don't know. We might need to break this up into two <laughs> podcasts just to update on on the Florida trip alone, and we're at almost fifty minutes. Yeah. Um, the next thing. Yes. Puff, startling moment at the Seven Eleven uh. store. People, sit down. Pour yourself a glass of wine if you're on sip side. <laughs> Roll yourself something up if you're on puff side. Because I'm about to get you real weak. <laughs> this is no joke. This ain't no late April Fools. This really happened. This is weird. Now make sure you use. I'm getting ready. Don't to, use real yeah, names. Yeah, I'm not going to use real names because people, some people from my place do listen. But anyway, chilling. It's one of those late nights we coming from my mom's condo going over to our villas. And of course, it's a little Seven Eleven right near ours. I got to stop. We so make a we make, we every make night. We night pretty much yeah stop Seven Eleven, get a little something to eat, whatever, a little blunt. <laughs> this particular night, pull up. I'm driving. Nice. I love the little Sonata that we rented. They got a lot of little kick to it. Mm-hmm. I'm get on my little gangster lean in the parking lot. Got my baseball cap. Pull kind of down. It's not really on my head. I just got it pulled like down over my eyes. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how Sip ended up out the car before me. She jumped out of the car. She was going on in the store, and I'm still leaning. And I see a profile like this person profile. I see is like ain't no doubt that's that person. Mm-hmm. I turn, look out my window. My windows was up. I'm going to get out the car. It's an empty parking space. And then it's another car. So it's nothing between us. Person look. Double look. Point at me. People. It's my assistant principal from my job. No big deal. We all on spring break. It was a couple people that was coming In down. In Florida, y'all. In Florida. Midnight. It was, a, yeah, it was after midnight. At 7-11. So, you know, when I see her, it's no big deal. That, you know. Then I look over on the driver's side, see the back of this dude's head, and I'm like, yo, that's the IT manager. Like, it's one of them heads and backs that, once again, ain't no confusion in it. So she points at me again. I point at her. She taps him on the shoulder like, I get, like, 
trying to get his attention like look over here he never looked she looked back and pointed again so we like doing all this unspoken conversation like wow look up it's the IT manager and the assistant principal on a creep in Florida he sped off so fast and the thing about it as me, soon as she as soon as she brought the fact that you know Puff was right there in the car to his attention he sped off and it wasn't even a regular sped off the way his car was situated he did some crazy like extra extra, yeah it was just crazy but the crazy part people me and this dude are real cool I always like refer to him like my big brother at work and like for him to speed off like I didn't like if if they would have stopped and acknowledged me spoke I probably would have said something smart or whatever but it probably would have been left at that but the way it was handled let me know that they were up to it no was good. some shadiness going on so I immediately get on Facebook hit my closest three homies at the job <laughs> was like yo guess who I just saw but I just left it at that I, at this point I didn't make no assumptions and you know I think they creep creeping or nothing the next day you knew they were creepy. The next day, and I'm talking about, I didn't put it that like in my Facebook uh, message that when I was just like, "Yo, guess who I saw?" Wasn't the next day. I contact uh, one of my other homies from work that's like even tighter with him than me, and was like, "Yo, where's your boy at for spring break?" She was like, "I don't know." Hold on, let me find out. She called. I was like, "Call me right back." She called him. And was like, yo, where you at? And was like, Puff thinks she saw you in Florida. She was like, he got this stutter. Was like, yo, get Puff on the phone right now. Get her on the phone right now. Get her on the phone right now. Got me on a three-way. Sure enough, he confirmed it was them. And his first words out of it wasn't, yo, I mean, you know, put, please don't say nothing to nobody please puff please don't say that he would just please i was like yo dude relax like mind you because he's pleading begging because he's engaged um his fiance they, they just had together. they literally get like really sit up shot get ready get married having have a, kid. Have a kid like whole whole nine you know and i it's just unbelievable at that point I got on the phone, the sex messaging, talking to folk. He's like, please don't tell nobody. I'm like, I ain't, ain't going to tell nobody. <laughs> Meanwhile, I got literally had my coworker on hold. It was crazy. But I'm just like, wow. And when you see these two, like, you would never, they don't even interact. Yeah. Down, you know, it's just pretty much high. But the assistant principal, like, I told them a long time ago. They took all of us out. That she's sneaky. Yeah, they took all of us out for Christmas in little different stages. And, you know, we all sitting around the table, going around the table, talking about, you know, our families and, you know, things we like to do. You know, trying to talk outside of work. This chick ain't saying jack. Like, I've never worked, as an officer, I've never worked with anybody. You know, you see people every day, eight, nine hours a day. At some point, they mentioned something about a family member or or a friend outside the job. Like, 
she discusses nothing mm. nothing I, and i always have like is she married does she have any kids mm. is she only only is her family here like it's nothing all i know is what she do in that building mm-hmm. and i mm-hmm. question i was like miss miss such and such you are so quiet like tell me something like you ain't this quiet all the time and i was just like well you know what they say about quiet people and i told him i was like yo she's sneaky something and sure enough mind you people they wasn't even staying in orlando they were staying in fort lauderdale which is three hours away so the chances of us randomly running we didn't run into each other at one of the attractions Mm -mm. at the airport Mm -mm. car rental we ran into each other at 7-Eleven, <laughs> three hours away from their original destination. After that, I got text messages, come hang out with us, because the assistant principal is a little nervous, she feel uncomfortable, I keep telling her Puff is cool, she ain't going to say nothing, mind oh you, Puff, that said a whole lot, and I'm like, what y'all going to do? Crazy. So, in a couple, couple weeks, I'm going to have a projector. For me and uh, Sip here, we don't have to bring, you know, borrow hers or rent hers from work. We're going to have our own. Little black man. You know, give me that and this whole little thing going to go away. I don't know what y'all talking about. So. What are the chances? Yes, folks. That just goes to tell you, when you creep, it's always. It's always somebody watching you. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. I was like, I could not. And you could tell, even in the days following, that Puff would just kind of be like shaking her head like. I just couldn't. I can't believe it. I can't believe like Because you really had no clues. No clues. No, no, no. And it's not that. Oh, I totally believe he, he doing it. Right. But it's not, just the, whole, like the two of just them. Just the two, those two. Right. Like, wow. Right. Anyway. Mm, mm, mm. Craziness. So, so, you know, going back to work going to be a different experience on Tuesday. <laughs> I have a follow-up for y'all mm. on this little situation we done stumbled up on in Florida. Uh, uh, uh. <sighs> so anyway, we're back. We got in today. We flew out at a ridiculously early hour. We flew out at runaway slave hour. <laughs> Maybe down by the water for an hour. Uh, we didn't get a chance because last night or last night uh, in Florida, we wound up riding to Tampa. Two set two and a half hours away. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was wasn't an hour that away. Of Orlando, and it was it was really really nice. It was, it was a, casino, a nice casino, yeah. Uh, the Hard, Hard Rock, Rock. Um, the Seminole Hard Rock Cafe, uh, hotel nice. and casino. So it was a very very nice um, place, and I lost twenty dollars in three minutes. So I was I won happy. ten dollars in like two minutes, and I cashed out like <laughs> I, yo, I was so happy like I hit the lottery or something we are not gamblers not not by long shot so i was a little peeved at having put a whole 20 dollar bill in there i just i don't normally play roll like like that i normally put them in <laughs> five dollars at a time maybe 10 but never 20 so i'm just a little i was not happy but puff sister won like a hundred Hundred and forty bucks. Six dollars. Yeah, and then Puff's dad won. Maybe like one eighteen or something. Yeah, like that. they won a little something. And your mom, she ain't do nothing. <laughs> she was mad because she, she didn't do that. Neither. And so, um, 
Anyway, it was fun. So by the time we got back from from Tampa last night, we had to. I had to pack and um, take a shower, put on a fresh set of clothes, and then run right back out the door to the airport. Yeah, there was literally no time to even no, lay down. No time. And we went to the airport, and we, you know, got on the plane. Our plane departed at five forty, so we had to be there a couple hours beforehand because of all the baggage. And all that junk it takes to get through the security now. So, it was craziness. So, we flew through D.C. this time. So, no more Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota, yeah, eh? Yeah, it was cool. Um, yeah, so that worked out well. And, um, actually, I think we might have a listener in Minneapolis. So, let me know how my Minnesota accent is, eh? Mm. <laughs> if you don't tell her, I'll tell her. <laughs> so, we, um... We got in this morning at like 10, 10, 15, which was great because we were able to like regroup, you know, after we went through baggage claim, we went and got some really, really good soul food at a local Mm. joint. Holla, holla out to Vernie's. Vernie's. It's a good spot to um, get your soul food eat on. And we picked up some big old platters. Yes. And came on home and. Got some PJs, ate, got to bed. So we actually not too long just woke up. Yeah. <laughs> was it good? I feel like I can go back to sleep. I think I might be up for a couple more hours. Well, I'm going to stay up with you. Maybe we can find something <laughs> to do for an hour or two. Perhaps. <laughs> just perhaps. And then. Um, yeah, because I took this freaky chick on on a trip with I me. I don't know who you're talking about. Please, oh, freak yeah, of no. the week. Yo, people, she slayed me. Hush, hush, hush. Ain't no hush. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we would be remiss, dear, if we did not bring y'all up to date. Last podcast, we were planning to watch this movie that we had rented. We were all excited about it because it was like the only 100% black 100% lesbian film that we had come across in our um, local, rental. local rentals in, in, a, in a minute, if ever. I don't know if we've ever found something that was yeah. all black. All Anyway, um, it was called Big Ass Lumber Party. So we, f- I figured we would do a quick movie review. Um, okay, so first thing, I have this movie review template that we'll use. So opening a statement about the kind of movie you like. This particular, like you talking about porn? Uh huh. Um, you know, I guess the older I get, porn is, porn sucks. <laughs> I guess I'm looking for more of some yeah. type of realistic, erotic, erotic. I would enjoy seeing a couple film them like film themselves. Like I can say, oh man, they really into each other. These, like Ashley and Keisha. Yeah, these um. They they leave much to be desired. <laughs> That's just no emotion. Well, I get you know you do it for a living. I don't know how much emotion you're supposed to put in. So at least make it believable. At some point, I mean they be spitting and it's dry and ain't no. No, you know what I want. The, no, you know what the problem is. I take that back. The problem is they are getting straight women to. Well, they said a hundred percent lesbian, but I beg to differ. Like no, I don't think that the actress or, or it's just actresses. just the whole act of it is right. Yeah, they need real 
lesbians in film, lesbian porn. Right, and I, I think, think they also need a whole different and this spin on what, it. And also, what we're watching is made by straight men. Yeah, so they stupid. Because you know, <laughs> but I saw I liked the one, um, the room where it was like the sex room. But that people, was made by a lesbian, woman. right? And exactly, like it was random people that didn't know each other, but, but the sex scenes were hot. It was like, yeah, wow, they meant that. Yeah. But yeah. these these things right here just yeah. And look, the part that pissed me off, we had the the um projector. I done cast it up on a wall. Yes. Like the potential was great. Yes. Like we done pop popcorn. <laughs> And we came to the conclusion we don't know if it's a good idea to eat popcorn. Watch popcorn or something. We were eating something, a snack or something. Yeah, chips. Was, I think like, we had, like chips and salsa or something. Yes, that's what we were <laughs> chips and salsa. We was like, should we be really eating while this is going on? <laughs> so it was crazy. It just felt a little unnatural. Yeah, eating, while eating we're like porn. Look at her lips. And yeah. Anyway, so, so it was the, the name of the film is the Big Ass Lumber Party. Actresses were these unknown college, we guess college students in need of money for their <laughs> tuition. <laughs> it was made pretty recently, we could tell. Yeah, one thing I will give a credit for uh-huh. was the scene, the, the uh, backgrounds and the scenes, because I've seen some where they just threw a, a sofa cover over top the sofa, and that's it. But the 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 core was was pretty. Moderate and up to date. Yeah, can't yeah. say much for the models and all that. Yeah, the producers and the people behind the scenes. I I would bet money on it are, are horny straight men. Um, so that says enough in itself of self. Next part summary of the film. Um, you know what? It wasn't no theme. There was no theme. They just kind of wandered no, into the room. No story yeah. at all. Wasn't like. Um, college student delivers pizza, and you know, yeah, like that's like. I don't like, know whether I really like that. Or anyway, like it's like give me a break scenario, yeah. and then you know where they wind up in five minutes. Did you order pepperoni? Like, <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> <laughs> no, but come on in anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> so the summary was there were just these different vignettes scenarios. Of women who were in different parts of probably this home they rented in Atlanta yeah. or somewhere, <laughs> yeah. right off the campuses of those universities down there, and they just went at it. You know, there were some couples, there were a couple of group situations, two, three, four chicks mm-hmm. doing things to each other, um, but it all became very repetitive after a while. Yeah, and it was like they would start with. Fingering, and then they would go to the penetration, and then they would kind of, you know, and then the fake boobs were everywhere. Yeah. So, oh my God. somebody rubbing on your clit yeah. that long, that hard, you ain't came yet. <laughs> but then at the very end, I guess the highlight of it, yeah, or the most, the, the moment, moment that I can, that only that I can really remember that was worth remembering was towards the end, it was two couples or four girls. And one you could tell kind of hit the spot. Right, like she, she done lost control. Her head to drop back out of all. Oh, that's all she wrote. <laughs> so she was actually uh, getting her little socks off. It was so funny because the other two pretty much like I guess they forgot they was filming. They was like stopping, 
what they was doing, looking at these two, like, oh, I'm jealous. She really get ready to come. Yeah, so that was that was like the best part. And unfortunately, a key moment for me wasn't so positive because I, it would be when I, because Puff has stepped out. I think maybe you were in the bathroom puffing out or something, but. Yo, at one point, the first time I saw the chick spit on the other chick, I was like, it just does something to you. It kind of flips my stomach a little. Like, I I think that is really gross. How are you disrespecting the punani spitting on it? You know, I mean, to me, if you're handling it right, then you don't don't need spit. But obviously, you You know. You can't get it wet right. You need to stay away from it. No, people are not aroused. But I would almost say like they probably hard for me. Use something else other than just. I don't know, but just it just looks gross, and they show like the globule spit coming down from your mouth. It's like somebody giving us a whole lot of details. They should did you just have a visual of that? (laughs) Because that's what I remember about the movie. That was my key moment, unfortunately. Yeah. Sorry. So, would you recommend this film? Um, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, I echo you. What I will way. recommend, there are too many beautiful lesbians out here that are interested in getting in the film industry. Make it happen. Make some good quality black lesbian movies. Where are we? Like, we've had a couple just I mean, a couple is crazy yeah like at a film festival the gay uh, unless we have a film festival every year we usually get at least one where we are either represented or it's made by a black lesbian like there's Cheryl Dunye here in Philly who's done some things excuse me <coughs> remember that other little couple from a couple years ago yeah um I can't think of the name of the movie but I think they're from Philly too, so I mean there are some, but they're just we're too f- too few, too far between, and not enough resources. So, um, but it's definitely something that we need to to do more of yeah. for ourselves, and not have to go to places like TLA to get things that we should be producing ourselves. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, um, this is a long. This whole thing is an intro, isn't it? <laughs> So just a, a couple of additional things. Maybe we'll end with the what if. Yeah. Okay. Pick back. Pick back up for another episode. Okay. So holla to Brett and Van. Yes. Thank you. Thank we, you for your support. We got your voicemail. We're so. actually going to play your voicemail now to share. And uh, just want to say thank you for your support. And yes, we are the cream of the crop. <laughs> All right, so we'll plug you in right now. Hello, Puffin Soap. This is uh, Vamp and Brett. Of course, this is Vamp. Um, wanted to let you know that we really enjoy your show. And my baby seems to thank you too, as the cream of the crop. So, from the podcast that I've heard, I think you're awesome myself. So, you guys keep filing. And, uh,. You know, sorry we missed your 11 o'clock uh, 50th anniversary, but congratulations from both of us. And uh, we think you guys are great, so keep up the good work. Peace. All righty. Thank you so much. Appreciate and it. Hopefully we'll hear from you again if you have any 
suggestions, any topics you'd like us to hit, any advice, anything, you know, we're open and yeah. feel free to drop us another message. We would love some topic ideas because yeah. I think we need to kind of work on that work a little on, bit yeah. for some future Make shows. Sure and we'll, we'll say some of our best topics, best shows came from, you know, people chiming requesting, in. chiming in, mm-hmm. thinking of an ideal or problem that we advice. advice that we've made it a whole show into yep, it. Yep. So hit us up and For sure. we'll definitely Great. get it out there. Wonderful. Also, shout out to Old School. Old School, Old School. I think she gets shout out. That's right. Michelle. Absolutely. But as she should. Tried and true. Um, she actually hit up Puff um, a couple days ago mm-hmm. just to kind of say, you know, holla at us. I'm glad hopefully we're enjoying our Florida getaway and all that and wanted to um make sure that we were aware about the upcoming Pride celebration celebration here in Philly. Um and of course, you know, there are two prides, right? There's the generic pride for everyone in the world who's gay, lesbian, LGBTQ. And then there's the other more specific pride celebration for blacks for african americans so um they're they're very different types of events yes very different um of course because we party different (laughs) and i've been to both and i i prefer the black pride events maybe because it's just more of what i identify with based on you know my culture who i am but um just want to encourage you know checking out your local pride events because this is really the season yeah, you know, I think they're kind of happening, you know, in the spring and summer months across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Memphis. Um, I believe DC Pride in July. I thought. See, I always thought DC Pride was in was was Labor Day weekend, but you said that Atlanta Pride is Labor Day weekend, which I believe is correct. So that means they would not be. I can't imagine they're they would ne- be on not the same, the same weekend. Yeah. So something is is amiss. Phillies is coming up in a couple weeks, yes, so we definitely want to hit out, uh, you know, hit hit that scene and do 19th. a couple things. And the um, host hotel is actually right up um, on City Line Avenue. Um, Very close. So you know, just make it happen, y'all. Um, and we'll probably go to. The Philly event, we're possibly considering the ATL and the yeah. Atlanta event as well. If I can't get to Atlanta, I want to do DC or something. Yeah, I One think that would, that would be really cool. Maybe we can price out both and, both and, and see the difference in cost yeah. and see what we want. feasible. Cool. So, alrighty, so we'll be uh, priding out soon and woohoo! You know, doing it big. What we do. And I definitely want to make sure that we have some type of advertisement yes. to people at that pride event because that is like a gold mine. We Absolutely. will get so many new people I listening. We can contact somebody when we get a table just to give out. They might make charges, huh? Yeah, but that wouldn't be a bad thing. That might Let's be cool. To it. Get that some edition out there. Get some CDs out there. That would actually be pretty cool. Huh, we get old school to old school you work at our table <laughs> <laughs> anyway um so I think we're good yeah so this has been an interesting we're going to end with our what if this has been an interesting uh it, we're not we didn't even hit the topic so we'll hit that in the next one actually old school speaking of you you were actually the topic inspiration for this 
podcast, but since we've run run over time so much, we'll bring that into our episode 54. Um, We're going to talk about um, the people who think that they're fooling others (laughs) regarding their sexuality. Um, And so we're going to kind of go through my, my top five clues that <laughs> let you know um, that yeah this person is probably not straight so that'll be fun so we'll hit that in 54 um, but here's the weather from the last episode remember we were talking about blaming on the alcohol and in line with that topic we talked about possibly considering this idea so what if you're out with a group of friends and uh, everyone's toasted, having a good old time. And one of your good friends, girlfriends, is trashed. Like, just toe up from the flow up. And makes a pass at you while she's very, very drunk. And she's never done this under any other circumstance before. So, Puff Dairy, what do you do? And I think you joked around last time talking about you find a closet. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, no, on a serious note. Yeah, on a <laughs> I'm serious not a note. total dog. No, yeah. um, if my good friend's girlfriend made a pass at me while she was very drunk, that that Agreed. takes it to isolated incident. I just want to emphasize it's an that. isolated incident, and she's very drunk. I would take it for just that, just the face value. She's drunk, and prior to this. I haven't seen anything, heard anything. She's never come at me like this. There's no inkling in my mind that she's even remotely attracted to me. Oh, it would just... This would be a joke moment for me. I would um, definitely turn and flip the script. Kind of joke joke out of it. Laugh out of it and leave it for just what it is. Now, um, this would have had an interesting spin on it if... It was done, and she wasn't drunk. Right. Because then we got it. Houston, we have a problem. But the fact that she was very drunk, I will go ahead and blame it on the alcohol and and let it be. I don't think I would make a big deal of it and, you know, tell. So, in terms of saying something to your friend um, about her girl's actions. No, and it probably would be, you know, it would Excuse me. Sorry. It would depend on the friend. Like, if the friend is like some somebody's full of like a little drama, and you know this has potential to be a mess, then I probably wouldn't say anything to it. But if it's like one of my friends that I know, it'd be like you know she was chirping, like it wouldn't be a, a problem, and we both could really see the humor in it, then I would. Uh-huh. But if I think it's going to create a problem. I, I probably would not say anything to the friend, my friend, but I would say something to the the mate, the spouse, or the person that made the pass. Like, would you say something in the moment, or would you say something once when she's sober? When she's sober, because in the moment, she's too she's, she's too drunk. Now, she like keep keep coming at me in the moment, like yo, chill, like you really feeling it. You need to relax yourself, and then the next day, I probably really like you know what you was really tripping. And we won't blame it on the alcohol and this is what you did, 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 did. Yo, don't ever come at me like that again. And just leave it alone. You know, no need for. Hmm. That's interesting. All right, because that kind of goes a, a little bit against what we were saying about how 
there must have been something in you before the alcohol was there to make you act in ways that you know that that you're acting when you're under the influence yeah and that that i and i, I agree but even with that with that statement something before the alcohol i would have seen is i, I don't believe if it's isolated if it's isolated it that was just it was just, right they would blame it but you know gotcha. if there's some things that i've seen prior to that but now you got the alcohol in you it's you really just feel free to do it yeah, it's called liquid courage yeah liquid some. yeah liquid courage <laughs> But because, you know, we said it was isolated and it's just a one-time thing, I have to attribute it to the alcohol. But if it was my my, my eyes are a little, like, well, we catch her staring at me sometimes. Mm-hmm. And she may not have never said anything to me or did anything, but you know that eye contact sometimes is a killer. Right. And I might have seen that eye contact and be trying to act like I didn't see it, and then this happened, Houston, we have a problem. Right. Cause, but then that's not an isolated incident then. Right. Right. Well, <clears throat> for for me, um, I haven't thought about this at all. But, uh, you know, I'm not sure. Um, I think if, if I truly think it, of it as an isolated incident, and it would have to be very important to me that no one else saw it. For some reason, I would just need that extra sense of security that no one else would like be. It's really a secret. Yeah. <laughs> then um, there's a very good chance that I wouldn't say anything um, mm-hmm. to my friend. But what I might do is say something to perhaps my partner mm-hmm. at a later time after the event, whatever, that night, the next day, um, when everybody's sober again. Just like. Yo, guess what happened when me and Chicky Poo were in the bathroom? You know, like, I I think she was just tore up. So, I ain't going to say nothing. But, because I think I would... I'm I'm very much the type of person who likes to bounce ideas off of someone else. Mm-hmm. Especially someone who thinks differently than me. So that I have, you know, a different perspective to think about it from. And, and also quite selfishly to kind of cover my own ass like if somebody else seen it or if she goes home and tells somebody else about it and tries so to so ain't this big secret so ain't this yeah. big secret like I'm it not trying something to hide. <laughs> right like I'm not gonna come back and I can come back to bite me in the ass because I didn't tell you or I didn't you know right. try you know try to check out you know what my options were regarding saying something but if it was truly an isolated incident I would not say anything to my friend um, but if there was any sense that I felt like it was going to um, either come back to bite me in the ass or if it wasn't an isolated incident then um, I would definitely say something to my friend because she deserves to know right. who she's dealing with so to speak cool yes and I think your sister experienced something like that remember the chick that she used to hang out with all the time had a guy who made a pass at her like your sister's friend right your sister's good friend when we all went to Virginia together her Mm -hmm. she was seeing some guy and they were all out somewhere maybe at like one of the local bars or whatever your sister said this you know to us at one point and and apparently (laughs) what happened was her friend's boyfriend or whatever they were male interest made a pass at your sister Mm. what happened with you remember 
What happened with me? With my friend, my sister's friend. Oh yeah, <laughs> it sure did. It happened. Yeah, because. We but were- the difference, though, but he didn't. Did he know? He knew the connection. Do you know the connection? I don't know if he knew or you at the didn't, time. And you didn't know the connection, did I didn't know. Right. Okay. It was it was a little it wasn't quite this like everybody knew everybody. No, because your sister's husband was still very much on the scene. Right. So we're we're talking all this code. Like the podcast world probably like, what the hell are y'all talking about? But this was a couple years ago and this guy, um, Puff and I were at a party for her sister mm-hmm. and this guy stepped to me and was like, Hey, I think you're cute, you know, can I get your number? Can we rap? And it you know, like Puff and I have talked about not necessarily being out, but not necessarily being in either. So but I don't necessarily like put it on blast when I'm amongst people like connected to Puff family that was at that. Oh yeah, yeah sure my my dad. <laughs> so I didn't just want to be like, oh, I'm you know I'm gay or I'm here with my girlfriend. Actually, no thanks. I didn't. I didn't. You know that I wasn't. I didn't feel that was appropriate response given the scene. So um, it wound up though that he was seeing your sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Small world. Small world after all. It's a small world after all. Anyway. Yeah, we need a song and we need a what if. Um, You said you had a what if. Yeah, the what if. Well, I just don't know where this came from, but (laughs) the what if. What if you either meet a chick or... You in a relationship with a chick, and you know you feeling her. She feeling you. Everything is. You like yo. This might be the one. Like for real, or this is the one. If you're okay. in the relationship and like everything's cool and you don't have like you don't have nothing to complain about. The whole nine. One little thing. <laughs> this person. That you like feeling, digging, like they meet all your little expectations and requirements, and the whole nine got their head on straight. She got her own, you know, the whole nine. But what she can't get a grip on uh-uh. <laughs> is her breath. Ooh. You have, you know, get rid of the mint, the gum, like, and you know, she does all the. Oral hygiene She just in a yuck mouth And all of that But something Just ain't right (laughs) And that breath Is Hot Hot (laughs) I mean like for real Hot And I know I got an adoptive family member That like Really pretty Pretty face Sweet person Great And I mean For years Who you can't say her name Jay They used, used to, to braid my hair She used to braid your hair Yeah I guess so Yeah Yeah Oh really I mean Shh You be like <laughs> It be like turn your stomach Like what is it Like uh, I don't know What it is But that breath wasn't right Okay And it's like nothing they Right They could do what would you do? 
Mm-hmm. Would you stay there mm-hmm. and battle that breath? <laughs> <laughs> or would you get a breath of fresh air <laughs> and get the stepping? Like that's serious though. And I'm 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 breath conscious. I try to keep my breath fresh, and I would like to think that if it's not, somebody would tell me. But I think you know when your breath not fresh. When you ain't ate all day, people, your breath not fresh. When you've eaten something stinky, your breath's not fresh. When your mouth tastes stale, trust me, your breath is not fresh. All right. Okay. So, all right. What all was right. you? No, don't, don't. That's that right there. Sorry. Right Sorry. there. Sorry. After we do um, old school topic, uh-huh. we're gonna do pet peeves. Cause I got some pet peeves that I need the world to know about, and I might even need to let you know about them. Cause you might not even know that they pet peeves. Oh, okay. But you do them. I know you know what you just did as a pet peeve. I'm sorry. But anyway. I'm aware of it now. But no, I just felt like you were going to go on this whole breath. And it's an hour and 26 minutes into the podcast. And at any point where they get tired of listening, they can push stop. And they don't have to listen anymore regardless if it's recording or not. But I got a strange feeling that the faithful people that are listening are going to finish it up. Alright? So, (sighs) at the advice of sip we're closing out I'm not going to put any more fresh thoughts out there if you want to contact us you can go to our page um, on MySpace the Puff and Sip show you can go to Talk Shoe you can go to Black Point now, if you want to drop us a message seriously go to um, yahoo.com um, Puff and Sip at yahoo.com or hit us up on MySpace the Puff and Sip show and you can leave us uh, voice messages, all types of things, and we will uh, shout you out and get you on air. If you want to come on live with us, don't be scared. Give us a holler. Sounds good. All right, Puffy there. Yeah, I'm going to go Puff. Yep. I got to go bathroom. Nope. Too late. <laughs> Alrighty. Deuces. Holler me to you.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.